0: You are a Locked On Braves Postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day.
1: An exciting night for the Braves at Truist Park as they answer the Phillies in a number of different ways, including a big home run in the top of the ninth that made it feel like maybe the Braves are going to be down two games in this series. But instead, Atlanta was able to find its answer not only for that home run and grab a win tonight, but a win that answered the loss in the opener of this series. So Now it is all tied up at a game apiece with two more to go between these NLE's foes as the Braves and Phillies are battling for the first time in 2022. Jake, it feels weird to say That this is the first time we're seeing this club, but hey, that is what it is in a very strange season. So we got a lot to talk about here on the Braves postcast, part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. I'm Grant McCauley. He is Jake Mastriani. and We're going to jump into it momentarily. First, though, I want to make sure that you know to subscribe here to the YouTube channel for Locked On Sports Atlanta. Hit that bell so you get all the notifications for us every time we drop a new episode. And make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcasts. Now, let me take all of that and put it over to the side and say this was a night that was a little bit of a roller coaster, but I guess you can file it under all's well that ends well, right? Yeah, you got to, and it's a game they, they had to
0: win. They almost lost it, but they found a way to get the job done, and in the end, that's all that matters. Look, it may not have been pretty, but they won the game, and winning games, however you can get them right now, are very key for these Atlanta Braves.
1: Yes, their wins have been a little bit harder to come by than we expected here in 2022, and the other thing about wins, among many things, is that it cures a lot of ills when you are winning ball games, And I think we've seen over the past couple of nights, obviously some disappointment in the opener against Philadelphia. And, and that clearly kind of was part and parcel to what the Braves have been dealing with a lot here this season. But they have shuffled this lineup, Jake. They have changed some things around. And we saw, I think, for the second consecutive day, maybe some clues are being dropped that this Braves offense does in fact know how to hit, and they are going to figure it out and crack the code yeah and double digit hits and
0: back-to-back games for the first time in over a month so that is certainly an encouraging sign not exactly getting the extra base hits not getting the home runs but still string hit together together being able to score runs you know that's something we've been looking for with this Braves team they're able to do that in this game so I definitely think the reshuffling of the lineup has sparked some of these guys and got them to put the ball in play a little bit more and rack up some hits and get some guys going so look it was time for something to happen uh and you know credit to snicker and the Braves staff putting that together and William Contreras you know contributing to that with the walk-off on tuesday as well batting in that two spot wasn't a great game for him before that but came up in a key spot there and got a big hit so yeah you got to give a lot of credit there to to snicker and the Braves for shaking things up and it seems to be paying off so far
1: yeah you want to stick with your guys as long as you can because i felt like and i've said this whether it's on 92.9 the game whether it's here whether it's on battery power whether it's on anywhere else i've shown up over the past what three four weeks at least The answers are in the lineup. Maybe the order is what needs to change, but there are guys here that we know the names. We got to start seeing the production beside those names that makes you feel like you can get going and maybe get on a run here. And perhaps this is the kind of win that'll get the Braves there. Let's go through the line score for game number 43 for the Braves. Game number two of four in this series against the Phillies, who are now 20 and 23, as are the Braves. Five runs, 10 hits, an error, nine men left on base for Philadelphia. Six runs, 14 hits for the Braves, no errors. Eight men left on base. Kinley Jansen, the winner, now 3-0. and And Nick Nelson takes the loss, giving up the walk-off to Atlanta and to William Contreras, the first of William's young career, hopefully the first of many for the Braves catcher who has kind of turned himself into an indispensable bat for a club that's looking for a lot of answers. And I think that is one of the more exciting developments that we've seen in 2022 is that this kid may have quite a future. We'll see what he's able to do with it. But at present, was the right man at the right time and the right spot for the Braves to win a game. It lasted three hours and 58 minutes. Crowd of 32,274 were on hand to see it. And Jake, a lot of things I liked in this game. Let's start with Max Freed. I thought he looked really good in this one. Uh, and there was nothing more uh, of a reminder, I guess, of what kind of pitcher Max Fried is than the final out that he got in this game. Bases loaded, JT Romuto in the plate. Brian Snitker comes out and makes the visit to the mound. You think, well, here comes the hook. They're going to have to bring in a righty-righty matchup here and he stuck with Max Freed, and this was what I like to call Maximum free to punch out Real Muto.
0: Yeah, great game. He was really rolling there for a while. I thought it might be an opportunity for him to go a lot further in the game, but Billy's did a great job in that sixth inning, kind of getting to him and working him. But yeah, great moment there from Snickers. Second time we've seen him do that this year. Did it with Kyle Wright earlier in the year. A big confidence boost for him. Not that Max necessarily needs a confidence boost or anything, but know sticking with your ace right there and letting him get out of that and you know hindsight being what it was now i'm glad that it was freed that stuck that out because the bullpen gave up just as many hits more runs in the same amount of walks in just three innings than max gave up in six innings so i was glad to see max finish that off that's the guy i want out there in that situation to me he's the best best pitcher on this braves team entirely bullpen and starting so that's who i want out there even though i know was kind of struggling right there, some long at-bats before that. So glad to see Max get through that outing and get an opportunity to win the game, although he, uh, they blew that late. But yep. still a very good performance from Max Freed.
1: But winning on the days that Max Freed pitches, Jake, I think we can all agree that's something the Braves need to do. That's something they were, they were able to do on this day. We'll get back to going through some of the other big stories, including some of the key performances out of the lineup for the Braves. And there were a lot of them in this game. Before we do, though, we we'll let you know this episode of Locked on Braves. The postcast is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and you arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Visit athletic, athleticgreens.com to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Now, as far as the Braves are concerned, they were working throughout this game to A, build up a lead for Max Fried, and then B, I think to find insurance runs in this one. Some guys were left out on the base pads. We've seen that happen again. The Braves stranded eight men on base, but they were able to find the big rally in the home half of the ninth inning. But Looking up and down this lineup, it's very different, Jake, than we saw over the first five or so weeks of the season. Matt Olsen is now the fifth place hitter for the Braves. Austin Riley has been dropped lower in the lineup. Marcelo Zuna, who's riding now an 11-game hit streak, has been elevated in the lineup, and Travis Darnot is batting cleanup among the many changes that we've seen in this Braves order. And William Contreras, the number two hitter of this club, maybe the most unlikely two hitter that I could think of. If you were polling me in spring training, who's going to be batting second as the Braves try to get on a roll? Who's going to be the number two hitter behind Ronald Acuna Jr. You could have given me 14 guesses before I got to William Contreras.
0: <laughs> yeah, I probably would have guessed Max Freed before I guessed William <laughs> Contreras. But one's got a silver slugger. Exactly. And um, yeah, I mean, like we talked about, you know, the shuffling of the lineup definitely helped. And it's the bottom of the order still yep. that's getting this team going the six seven eight and nine hitters got on base 11 times tonight yep. nine hits and two walks setting up acuna who had three rbi in this game two sack flies um so you know it's those guys getting it done dansby who's been hitting really well for, for mm-hmm. several weeks now honestly um putting together some good at bats ozzy's quietly you know had a good little streak going i think he has a seven game hit streak going as well he had three hits and a walk yep. tonight so you know, the bottom of the lineup, getting it done. I know Matt Olson had the big home run. Mm-hmm. Riley, who is now part of that bottom of the order, you know, he's we looked did. good the past couple of games there. So, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know if it's a mindset thing. Maybe they have to relax a little bit more down in the order, whatever it may be. You know, it seems to be working out so far with this Braves team, you know, getting those hits in the bottom of the order in, in particular, getting on base, setting up Acuna at the top of the order. And. Ozuna, who you said has been, been yep. on a, a tear lately. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks it looks good. You'd like to see them score some more runs. You know, they had a couple of opportunities in this game, I thought, to blow blow it open and just weren't able to do that, weren't able to come up with that big hit, but still, you know, got enough uh, to get the job done.
1: Yeah, they certainly did, and that's really what you'll take. At, at the bare minimum is enough runs to win a baseball game in the Braves lineup. The new look Braves lineup was able to get that done on the strength of that Very exciting ninth-inning comeback, but you brought up a lot of good points there, including what the bottom of the order was doing for the Braves. We saw Austin Riley have a multi-hit game. We saw Ozzy Albies and Dansby Swanson, each with three hits apiece. Albies scored a couple of runs, and also Dansby with that three-for-four ninth that doubled to spark the rally in the bottom of the ninth inning, scored the game-tying run, also knocked in a run himself to get the scoring started on the day. A lot of good things were happening at the bottom there. And then, of course, you love seeing Ronald Acuna Jr. in the middle of stuff, and that's exactly where he was on this night as he picked up two hits and three trips and three runs knocked in and he was gifted second base as the potential winning run because his sack fly that scored swanson in the ninth inning was dropped by roman quinn and nick castellanos over in right field it was reminiscent although those two guys were much closer than adam duvall and ronald acuna were in the opener of the series when it kind of gave the phillies some extra breathing room as they built up a big lead in the opener of this series so a lot of, I guess, echoing and, and, and weird rhyming, if you if you will, between these two games, parallels, I guess we could call it. Uh, but the one thing that really, I think, had Braves fans on edge, and certainly the Braves, after building that 4-3 lead and handing it to Kenley Jansen, he was able to get the first down in the ninth inning. And then you walk Alec Baum, or Alec Baum in, in, what, four pitches, and then a bomb from Bryce Harper follows off of the facing of the facade of the chop house that ball was well struck and it just felt like it might be one of those nights again for the braves
0: it did and you just kind of knew it and yeah like you said a four pitch walk there to alec bohm and you just knew it when bryce harvey came up there he jumped on that first pitch a very bad missing location for kenley jansen travis wanted it away it came in and harper did not miss it no. But for me, it's the walks. It's what I've been talking about. I know I sound like a broken record at this point, but it's the walks that are, that are frustrating me to no end. And again, two nights in a row, a walk to Roman Quinn, the number nine hitter, yeah. leads to a key run that just, I get it. Those are major league hitters. These are also major league pitchers that should be able to throw quality strikes when they need to. And just to even go deep in account where a walk is a possibility against Roman Quinn, I'm sorry, it's just unacceptable for me. And Will Smith did that, set up that run uh, to make it a 4-3 game, you know, leading to what happened in that ninth inning. So for me, it's been kind of the same thing all year. The Braves, you know, have the fifth most walks or I think fourth most walks in all of baseball. It's It's been a problem all year long.
1: It has been a problem, and I know that Will Smith and and some other Braves pitchers, you'd just like to see them maybe go after him a little bit more with a a sense of aggressiveness and urgency when you are facing the bottom of the lineup because all it does is invite trouble, and that's exactly what happened in that inning. And unfortunately for Kenley Jansen, that's what happened to him in the ninth inning. A four-pitch walk to Boehm, it just opened the door for the Phillies not only to tie the game up with one of the game's best hitters up there, but also take a lead, and I would guess, In his lifetime, between regular games, batting practice, and whatever else, the Bryce Harper has hit a lot of home runs on fastballs located in the lower and inner third right there because he dropped the head on that and just destroyed that baseball. And it felt like it was going to pull the chance of the Braves win right out of their clutches. And the Philadelphia Phillies, who are likewise looking for a spark the way the Braves are, this would have been kind of, a, I think, a signature win for them on the season as they would have taken another step toward 500. And they would have dealt the Atlanta Braves another blow and what has felt like a lot of letdown and disappointing, especially lately, losses that have kept this club from gaining any kind of momentum whatsoever. And that certainly would have been a silver lining for the Philadelphia Phillies to do that to the Braves and win. It would be just a, a two for one if you're into those sorts of things. So, a lot of good stuff on this night for the Braves. We got a lot of things to talk about to set you up for game three of this series. Before we do, though, I want to let you know our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find the latest odds, news, sports developments, including this year's NBA playoffs, MLB scores, fights, and even next year's NFL futures. BetOnline is your source for all your sports wagering information. From live betting to playoffs, esports, and more, head to BetOnline.net today. BetOnline, where the game starts. Game will be starting at 7.20 Eastern time at Truist Park on Wednesday night. It's going to be Charlie Morton on the mound for the Braves. It'll be Ranger Suarez taking the ball for the Philadelphia Phillies. Morton's three and three on the year, a four nine five ERA though. Jake, he's been trending in the right direction, and Ranger Suarez four and two with a four twelve ERA on the season. These are the kind of things that you need if you're talking about you know winning on days that Max Fried pitches. If you got Charlie Morton out there, I would imagine that Atlanta, the part of the plan for 2022 was win as many of his starts as well because you're kind of counting on him to help put you in a place to do that.
0: Yeah, you are. And we're starting to get back to seeing that Charlie Morton who can go out there and help you get on a winning streak, which is what the Braves need to get on and have an opportunity to do on Wednesday. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. You know, again, hopefully six innings solid outing Mm -hmm. there for Charlie Morton. But again, I'm excited about this offense and seeing how they continue to progress again. You know, you're looking at 25 hits in the first two games of this series you know can that continue can they start to get some more extra base hits and pile up the runs and can they have that crooked number inning that we've been looking for that they just haven't been able to get to break a game open. I've been looking for one for over mm-hmm. a week now, and we haven't gotten him. But we're, we're starting to see encouraging signs from this offense. You got Rangers Suarez, who only went three innings his last time out against the Dodgers. So that they can take advantage of that jump on him early, give Charlie Morton a lead and kind of cruise to a win on Wednesday.
1: Yeah, I mean, hopefully so. I mean, Charlie has been trending in the right direction his last few starts. And if he can continue that, it will put the Braves in a good position to win a baseball game. But you bring up an interesting point about all of the hits that this offense has had. And I thought it was worth noting if you're watching the Braves broadcast on Valley Sports that, you know, we saw the early work that Matt Olsen was out there doing. All these Braves hitters, I've been asked a lot about this, particularly on Twitter. What are they doing here? What's Kevin Seitzer doing? What's anybody doing? Because things aren't working right now. The work is happening before the game. It's happening in batting practice. They're trying to bring those changes into the game. I've noticed, I think, some differences in some of the uh, of, of the stances that we've seen, some uh, some mechanical adjustments, particularly Adam Duvall and uh, Travis Darnot, I noticed tonight. And I do think the guys are trying to work their way through it. Sometimes it's a subtle change. Sometimes it's a confidence thing. Sometimes it's just a, hey, once I start feeling myself at the plate a little bit, getting some good results, it just starts to turn things around but i do feel like the braves have a group here and i would be interested to get your thoughts on this as well that i mean the talent's there it's just the it's the production that hasn't been there but you have to believe if they continue to be who they are or or find a way to get back to what they've done in the past this is a club that's going to score runs
0: yeah and you're getting asked a lot of the same questions i know i am as well is yeah. you know let's replace these guys. Let's send somebody up. And, I, and my my question back to that is who? Like, who are These are your guys. Like, yeah. these are the guys that are going to either get it done or they're not going to. And history tells us at some point these players are going to turn yep. things around. And I think you're right. You know, I, even though maybe the results haven't been there over the last week or so, I've seen Adam Duvall try to change his approach mm-hmm. a little bit at the plate and you know you've seen it in other hitters as well it's hard for major league hitters to make adjustments in season like this that that's stuff they'll tell you they normally do in the offseason. it takes a lot of practice and repetition in order to make mechanical adjustments like that it's not something that's usually going to happen at the flip of a switch but they are you know they're working on it they're trying to make changes they're shaking up the lineup trying to do mm-hmm. that as well to help that get going so yeah i mean i see it there but you're right i mean these are the guys and i believe in these guys and i think they'll get it going again the back of their baseball cards tell us that they will yep. at some point point.
1: and brian snicker is a big back of the baseball card guy i think that's why you saw him try to ride out as long as you can some of these guys to kind of hit their ways through a slump and you know, when you got this many guys slumping though i think at some point just something had to be done you had to move some pieces around because you're not going to send them all out you're not going to trade them you're not going to release them And you're not going to be able to call up a number of minor league prospects that are going to be able to outperform some of the guys that you have here that simply need to just live up to their own expectations and the level of production that they've shown in the past. So we'll see if they're able to do that. The Braves lineup has been on quite a roll the first couple of games in terms of piling up hits. Can they find that breakthrough inning that Jake was talking about? Charlie Morton would love to see it. He's on the mound on Wednesday in Game 3 of this series. He'll take on Ranger Suarez of the Phillies. Again, 7.20 p.m. Eastern time is the first pitch at Truist Park. That'll bring us to the close of this episode of the Braves Postcast, part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. Subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves as well, wherever you get your podcasts. Good night at the ballpark for the Braves as they walk off, despite the best efforts of Price Harper and the Phillies, a 6-5 win in the books for the Atlanta Braves, who even up the series at a game apiece. He's Jake Mastroianni. I'm Grant McCauley. We look forward to catching you next time on the Braves Postcast, part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. So long, everyone.